3: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
0: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music.
4: And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear.
5: Hi there.
0: Hi,
6: what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Extra wheatgrass here
0: you go airpods pro with adaptive audio available on airpods pro second generation when enabled
1: you are listening to the dan patrick show on fox sports
3: radio ah dumbing it down for you and us welcome to the program already in progress hour one on this wednesday dan and the dan edge dan patrick show a lot of topics to dive into peter king on loan from nbc sports will stop by The great actor Kevin Bacon, he's in one of my favorite shows that I'm watching now, City on a Hill. He's had a long, long storied history as an actor, so he'll join us a little bit later on. And uh, Rebecca Lowe from NBC Sports, very passionate yesterday about what was going on or what was going to go on. And we joked about having her back on Because she says, hey, I'll come on every day. And I said to Fritzy, well, reach out to Rebecca again, because this is a moving target with what's going on with the European soccer teams, the Super League. And that's taken over. I think the reason why it's taken over is, you know, a couple of reasons. And one of the reasons is, could this happen in the United States? Could this happen to college football? And I think that's where the story takes on different legs, and it moves in a different direction. What happens with the Premier League and some of the other marquee teams? These are powerful, powerful companies. Big money here. And greed is in play. Greed's in play. Look at the NFL. They don't care about player safety. Remember when they did care about player safety? It cost them a billion dollars. They cared then. They don't care now. That's at another game. Add another couple of playoff teams. We're fine with it. Not our health. You know, it affects our health when they aren't playing. We want them to play. But if we learned anything this week, it's that putting together a conglomeration of elite European soccer teams isn't as easy as it seems. The Super League, we barely knew you. In fact, if you go to danpatrick.com, we have a t-shirt to commemorate the Super League. It looks like the alliance between the uh, 12 big teams in the world is not going to happen. If you're going to stage a palace coup, you better be successful because if you come close and you miss, it is not, you know, the fallout is not good. But if you look at what has happened in the last four days, just the reaction that you have these owners who who probably underestimated the fan base and the role that they're going to play. But it feels like now we're giving credit to some of the owners in the Premier League by saying, oh, we're not going to do this. Well, you were going to do this, and there's a reason why you're not going to do this because of the backlash here. There are other owners who would love to be in this Super League. Imagine if you're an owner of a team who did not get invited. Do you then say, what's wrong with our team? They don't want us. You don't want to be in the Super League. Not right now you don't. But that doesn't mean this isn't going to happen at some point down the road. The resistance might have been stronger than the owners thought, both from the governing bodies and certainly from the fans. And maybe the six English teams could have lived with upsetting UEFA and the Premier League and their loyal supporters But those loyal supporters expressed their outrage, and that's when it was real. That's where you go. On paper, how much are we going to make? Uh, You can make a couple hundred million each year. I love it. Okay, what's the schedule? We're going to play okay. When do we play Real Madrid? Home and home, okay. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, boss, you should look outside. What? What's the weather like? Is there actual sunshine? Yeah. Uh, No, there's not. Uh, There's a bunch of fans out there, and they're really, really upset. This isn't a gradual change. This was overnight. Sunday night, late night, London time, this story comes out. Do you remember when the NFL leaked the news that maybe, maybe you could have a Super Bowl in London? This was probably 15 years ago. I'm still with the mothership. And I remember this was a big deal. So the you know, the American sports fans going, wait. No, no, no. Our Super Bowl is here. We didn't, It's not in London. And then all of a sudden that went away. So for 15 years, it just went away. Just went away. But this was something that was front and center, affected a lot of fan bases and a few different countries there. The Super League might make for a great controversy and a scandal, and maybe one day it's a 30 for 30 documentary, but right now it's a little quiet. We'll see if they add some content in the coming days, the Super League, if it even happens, or it's over before it ever happened. Yeah, Seaton.
7: I like that all of a sudden there's all these owners of uh, soccer teams all over the world who are like, hey, we're not in it for the money. (laughs) Okay? This isn't just about money for us, okay? Mm. We're in it for the sport. We're in it for the tradition in the game. It's not about money for us. (laughs) Just like those guys, it's about money. Not us, though. We're not about the
3: money. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. But I don't know where we go with the Super League, but I do know that if there's the the Premier League took our blueprint of sports and created the Premier League. Now we were looking at the Super League and were we going to be able to somehow look at adjusting college football where the top 20 schools are playing and they they keep all the money. I do think we're headed in that direction. Now, you won't have you know, the volatility. You won't have the anger. It'll be different if we create a Super League of college football teams. Uh, you might have teams, schools that say, well, we can't play. There'll be lawsuits. I understand all of those things. But I do think we're headed in that direction at some point because the Power Five conferences have all the power, not the NCAA. Yes, Eden.
7: But then with college football, like we're looking at if they did do a Super League, like it's unfair. But the system that's in place now in college football, it's like, well, yeah, but your 8-0 isn't worth as much as their 8-0 because their 8-0 is better. So yep. they're in, you're out. That's not a very fair system either. But I would love, you know, we don't do strength of schedule
3: in the NFL, but we do in college football. So we don't go, gosh, did you see who the Packers played? They played, and then you run off the list of everybody, and then you look at their record. Well, they've got to be better than this team. So, Nobody's judging the NFL. There's no committee that says, hmm, let's sit down once a week and decide where we're going to rank. Imagine if your record really wasn't as important to play and be one of the top four teams. Imagine if you went, uh, now there's 17 games. Let's say you went 10-7, and seven, but strength of schedule if you wanted to put that in there, or you, you took that out of the equation here, and you just had to qualify or win your division to get into the playoffs. Or you could uh, be a team that has a losing record that gets into the postseason, like we have in the NFL, like Washington did. But once you get in, then everybody gets a chance to play for the national title. Those who qualify for the playoffs—that's what I think is going to happen. I think college football is going to take the model of the NFL, and you're going to have 32 teams, 32 schools, and they will. You're going to have 16 teams if you want make the playoffs. That's what's going to happen somewhere down the road. The super team, that's where you're dealing with cities, the impact on a fan base that they've been there for over 100 years. like, like it's, it's their life. If you watch any of these documentaries on soccer teams, it's about the soccer town. And they don't have all of these different sports that they follow. This is their life. This is college football, the NFL, the NBA. It's everything to them. And these owners, greedy, that's all they were out for. They looked at the bottom line of how much money. Because why else would you do it? You can't say, well, we want to play against the best. No. You have tradition. You would hope you have honor and loyalty. But, hey, understand this. The teams that did back out of the Super League. There are other teams that will probably go. Uh, hey, uh, if uh, Liverpool's not going to, if hey, if man, man United's not going to, that's what's going to happen. Now it could happen in other uh, countries. It could happen in Spain. It could happen in Italy. Could happen in Germany. But as far as the Premier League right now, not happening. But don't take a bow. These owners are like, hey, just want to say we are, we're not going to be involved in this. We're backing out of this. All it is is you listen to your fans and you're like, oh, this is a bad PR move on our part here. Yeah, Paulie.
2: I'm really fascinated by this. This league lasted five days. I think the Chevy Chase show lasted like six weeks. The Alliance of American Football, the AAF, I think that was three or four months did, did they take office space the the Super League? Did mm. their, their executives order business cards? What a fascinating did, turn!
3: Did they come up with a logo? Kind
2: it's high, it's like halfway into a logo,
3: halfway in. So they weren't they didn't have enough time to finish the logo.
2: <laughs> like corporate retreat that they had planned. Oh man.
3: Uh, this program brought to you by Simply Safe. You never have to worry about a security system once you get one from Simply Safe Home Security. Go to simplysafedan.com today, customize your system, and get a free security camera. Peter King will join us coming up in a little bit. As I mentioned, Rebecca Lowe and uh, the great actor Kevin Bacon will stop by. Uh, James Harden tweaks his hamstring. He may not play again until the postseason. The Suns, by the way, are knocking on the door. Of uh, first place in the West, my Phoenix Suns are knocking on the door. Here is the thing about the NBA: the NBA is really about. Don't tell me what you are doing during the regular season because we want to see what you do in the postseason. Like the Greek Freak, I don't, I don't care what he does during the regular season. I am sure he's going to put up unbelievable numbers. I want to see what he does in the postseason. James Harden. Wow, look at what he's doing in the regular season. Well, we've been down this road before. What are you going to do when you get to the postseason? The Clippers. Ooh, Clippers. They're right there with the Lakers. They can challenge the Lakers. Paul George is playing. I don't care until we get to the postseason. Utah Jazz. They got the best record and I want to see what you do in the postseason. Hey, the Denver Nuggets. They might have the MVP. Let me see what you do in the postseason. 76ers, the same way. It's What do you do when you need to do it? Can you do it? And all these storylines, they're really nice. Do I like what the Phoenix Suns are doing? Do I think Chris Paul has had an immeasurable impact on this team? Absolutely. Are they going to be anything when they get to the postseason? Somebody's going to be one and done in the postseason. What do you do when you need to do it? And it feels like those are the storylines in the NBA. You know, LeBron... It's not like I go, well, hey, he was playing great. Now he got injured. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if uh, he's going to be that good. Once the postseason rolls around, we know what LeBron's going to do. He'll get healthy. Anthony Davis is going to come back. Then we'll look at the Lakers and say, uh, nothing to see here. Let's wait till you get to the postseason. But when you start to look at the NBA, it's about the postseason, not the regular season. Like The regular season doesn't matter. And, and then they tell you that up front. Like if, if Kawhi plays, then I go, oh, wow, Kawhi's playing. If Kevin Durant plays, I go, oh, hey, kids, Kevin Durant's playing. It doesn't matter. The, the regular season is null and void. It's some nice storylines and, hey, look had a triple-double. Okay, great. It's about the postseason. And really what these teams who haven't done anything or these players who haven't done, that's what it's all about. Yes, McLevin.
8: Uh, and do the Nets need time to gel
6: like James Harden? If he doesn't come back to the playoffs, do the three of them need to learn to play together? Kyrie, KD
3: and Harden. I don't know if you're going to get it. I mean, as much as we say, well, it's probably load management and, you know, let's err on the side of caution. And James Harden is now back to square one with his hamstring. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be healthy. I think in the back of our minds, we're going, eh, you know, they're just kind of mailing it in right now. Yeah, no need to push it a little bit. Yeah, load man. yeah, take a couple, two weeks? Nah, take three weeks off. I don't think we're that concerned. But you're going to get concerned in the postseason if somebody is not able to play. And then you go, oh, this is real. Because right now, I don't know what's real. Like, LeBron is out two more weeks? I don't know. Anthony Davis, is he coming? I don't know. But it, they're erring to the side of caution, whereas it used to be ten years ago, five years ago, that you would try to push to come back. Now these players know, these coaches know, the GMs know, the owners know. It doesn't matter during the regular season. Like I I assume you're going to rest. I'm surprised when you don't rest. I'm surprised when somebody comes back, like Lamelo Ball. He broke his wrist. He's trying to come back. He might be back in seven to ten days, right? I don't know if you know he's ten years older if he tries to do it, but right now, and the Hornets have been a good story. But you know, it's what do you do in the postseason that matters. I don't care about the regular season. And the reason why the Greek freak will not win the MVP this year is because he didn't do anything in the postseason. I mean, that's truly what it's going to come down to. And we're going to look at the Joker. And if he wins the MVP, the pressure on him, when Dirk Nowitzki won the MVP, the year he won the MVP, I believe they lost in the first round. I don't think Dirk ever sniffed an MVP after that, although he did win the championship, I think the next year. But you got to win. You got to win one. You got to at least be in position to play for a championship. And the Greek freak, you're not even getting to the Eastern Conference finals. And that's really what this is all about. You know, the Miami Heat, great story last year. Great story because what they did in the bubble. Regular season, they're not doing anything. Let's see what they do when they get to the postseason. Now, the Knicks, great story in the regular season. Okay, it is. Great story. What are you going to do in the postseason? And that's weird to have that. You know, there's certain players that you have sort of the expectations of, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you don't have that. Look at the quarterbacks. You know, Rodgers has been there. Breeze was there. Ben was there. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson was there twice. It's, it's that quarterback that you go, well, let's see what you do in the postseason. I mean, we do that at that position. But with the NBA, it feels like it's teams that we're talking about, not just players. But there's a lot of pressure on the Nets. There's a whole lot of pressure. You gave up your future, you got these three, and you're rolling the dice that everybody is going to be healthy. And I would have concerns Durant at his, his age, Harden with the wear and tear, Kyrie sort of checks in and checks out, He's got personal days here. Like at some point, maybe it all works, but it's got to work for four games in a seven-game series. Everybody's healthy, and two of the three are clicking. Okay. The math doesn't work for me, and that's why I said, what was it, two or three weeks ago, hey, you're going to hear this excuse once we get to the postseason. Well, he didn't have time to gel. Just like the Miami Heat did not have time to gel they didn't win the championship that first year with LeBron. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at Show. Say good morning to Peacock. They carry the show, download the app, watch for free all three hours. And uh, Fox Sports Radio, part of our lineup. We're on nearly 400 stations around the country. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, you can a variety of ways. McLevin will come up with a poll question.
2: Actually, Paulie had
8: an
3: idea. Uh, I'm curious if this How works. How about I wait? Okay. We'll take a break.
2: Wait till I remember what I sent emails? Yes, yeah. yes,
3: yes. And then Peter King will join us coming up. You know, the Dallas Cowboys keep talking about Kyle Pitts. They're 10th. Would you keep talking about somebody? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be quiet about that? If you were truly enamored with somebody, just understanding the logic where... They're telling everybody they love Kyle Pitts. Well, if I'm Atlanta, I'm on the phone with Dallas, and I'm saying, what are you going to give us? Because we got other teams that are interested in Kyle Pitts. I think think Dallas is going to go defense, defensive back here, and that's a smarter move. As much as I love Kyle Pitts, that team doesn't have a good defense. They spent money on their defense, and I get the feeling after pick Three, nobody's happy with where they are. Like, oh, we're trying to trade out. We're trying to trade up, trade down. Uh, you know, that that's what's interesting here with the draft coming up in a week. Yeah, Paul?
2: There's teams I've, I'm following that there's a lot of buzz around, and there's a lot of buzz the past three days about the quarterback position and the Patriots, which makes me think that the Patriots will draft an offensive guard and not move at all in the first draft. Yeah. Something
3: very safe and bland. Yeah. Maybe draft a wide receiver. That's probably what I would do. What, well, McLovin?
6: But they, aren't they bad at that? Isn't that the one yeah, thing?
3: Yeah, they just did that, remember? <laughs> <laughs> okay, draft a good wide receiver. Mm. Yeah, yeah. that's the difference this year. Hey, what are you going to do? Draft a, a good wide receiver this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get the feeling Belichick realizes that, hey, all right, I got Cam Newton. There's nothing I can do. Oh, if somebody falls in their lap. Okay, I guess. All right, we'll take a break. Peter King will join us coming up. Your phone calls are welcome. We'll settle on a poll question. Got a play of the day, stat of the day, a lot to get to. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Discover the Discover card, and what you will discover is they match all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact... Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations do apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
3: Cataracts are the
7: primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly,
1: patients who can see.
0: Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash
1: Impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
4: iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
3: Get an in-depth look at one of the greatest Olympians ever. Three-part Peacock original series. Michael Phelps, medals, memories, and more personal struggles that led up to his 28 Olympic medals. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at PeacockTV.com. Start streaming the entire series for free right now. We'll settle on a poll question. Wait, do you have a poll question, Pauline? before I get to Peter King?
2: Yeah, we're discussing expansion and when you try to expand too big. Which American sports league should expand? And that could be like the NBA adding teams in Seattle and Vegas or the NFL expanding to London or mm. Mexico or mm. Canada. Mm-hmm. Which league should expand, whether it be adding teams or moving teams outside the country?
3: Well, I'd like to keep everything here in the United States. I'm not for global expansion like everybody else is. You know, remember when we were talking about the Super Bowl in London? That was like 15 years ago. And then people go, wait a minute. Wait, we're not exporting our Super Bowl here. Let's bring in Peter King, NBCSports.com columnist. How big a story was that, though? Was that like 15 years ago, Pete, when the NFL just floated the idea of maybe the Super Bowl in London?
5: Yeah, I never really bought it, Dan. I mean, Hmm. it'd be one thing if some Russian oligarch uh, swooped in and said, you know, uh, three billion dollars if you play a Super Bowl in London. Then Roger Goodell is saying, where do I sign? But I just I'd find it hard to believe it'd be like, you know, playing you know, Manchester United playing a big game at, at, you know, MetLife stadium or something. It just seems like it doesn't, doesn't belong. And it never
3: did. How much do you follow mock drafts?
5: Uh, hardly at all, because I have to do one and I don't want to get stuck in sort of the kind of group think that uh, if I see 28 people put the same player in for a team you you know then i'm gonna say okay well i better put that guy there i don't i don't like to do it the only time i really kind of look at mock drafts is when i think that the people who do them um are really smart and well connected but otherwise i don't really pay much
3: attention to them how do you do your mock draft
5: uh well today is sort of the day that i'll i've been asking around a little bit but it's just too early. And so today is the day that I have a list of about 15 people who I call. I don't talk to people on every team, because I don't, most people who work for teams are not going to tell you what they are thinking, okay? Now, they have friends on other teams and they've talked to other teams, and they might say, because I always say, what do you know that you think I should know? You know, because really, Dan, and I talked to some agents who were very well connected. um, And then I talked to, I try to talk to, there's some recently retired coaches as well, and personnel people who still this time of year treat this as sort of a hobby, talking to their friends, because you might not be a general manager anymore, but you're still talking to people who are, and you're, they're curious about what's going to happen too many of and some of whom are in the media so it's a weird little dance but you know dan it's funny last year i had the best year i've i ever had (laughs) i got 11 first round picks to the team uh in the round now some of them i had with trades and everything like that but and so i i always think that if i can get like a quarter of the the picks correct And everybody said, well, geez, how hard is it to tell Zach Wilson and, you know, and Trevor Lawrence? Well, it's not hard. But most of the picks after that are, you know, there's a degree of difficulty with.
3: Are you settling in on what the Niners are going to do at three?
5: No, that's going to be a weekend call for me with hopefully with some people who know a little something about what the Niners are thinking. As we sit here right now, I'm thinking Mac Jones, but. That's stale and old. And clearly, if John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have gone to see Justin Fields and Trey Lance since it was not presumed, but since it was uh, it logically deemed that Mac Jones is the leader in the clubhouse, uh, who knows? Maybe they have changed their minds. Now, if I'm sitting here right now and we're talking, I say, I don't think they've changed their minds, but I wouldn't really, I I don't know that for sure. And hopefully I'll know something by the weekend.
3: How did you react when you heard the quotes, the comments from Trevor Lawrence in Sports Illustrated, where he sort of talked about the game's important, but not as important. It's not his whole life.
5: I don't know. I think sometimes, Dan, we want guys to, um, everybody to have the attitude of Peyton Manning that uh, before he goes to bed at night he will send i mean he did this late in his career in denver i'm sure he did it in indy too but late before he'd go to bed at night he would send some voice notes on his phone to uh, to adam gay who at the time was his offensive coordinator gay saved them all it's and they're like you know whatever 45 seconds. Hey, on this play that we're planning to run third quarter, I think we ought to put this guy into motion left to right rather than right to left and blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm not say I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have some of those traits. Um, also in that story, he said, uh, I told my high school coach, I wanted to be the best to ever do it. So I don't know, Dan, I guess I look at it and say, uh, until I hear from people who've been close to Trevor Lawrence at Clemson who have kind of a raised eyebrow and said, man, I'll tell you what, he's he's not a he's not a worker beer. He's not a hard worker. We've never heard that. So it really didn't bother me all that much.
3: The only reason why it um, I took notice of it was nobody ever thought that Andrew Luck was going to walk away before the age of 30. And yeah. I know he had injuries, but they he had moved past that. He was sacked eighteen times the previous season. They had a good offensive line. They were starting to round into a playoff caliber team. And he had other interests. And I think, you know, you get married, you have a child. Um he just walked away. So that's the only reason why I took yeah. note of what Trevor said is you know, he was he was the guy who couldn't miss. He was the next John Elway and he walked I- away.
5: I think you're right, Dan. But I also think that he would not have walked away if every day of his life he wasn't in pain. And Andrew Luck could not get over these injuries that he had, multiple injuries, and he just never felt right. And he said, why do I need this? I don't need this. And I don't think it had all that much to do with the money. I know him a little bit. He's definitely not a money guy. And it's also why he really hasn't had uh, a lot of thoughts about coming back. I do think he loved football, but I think football didn't love him back or didn't love his body back. And I think it was a lot more having to do with the pain and discomfort that he felt 365 days a year rather than some diminution of his love of football.
3: Has anybody talked to Andrew Luck in depth?
5: Uh, the Colts talked to him before they made the Carson Wentz trade.
3: Oh, they did. And, they did talk to yes. him about coming back.
5: Well, they talked to him just to say, hey, what's, what's your story? What, okay. you, know, what, do you And, and clearly, you know, nothing has come out about what exactly was said, but I think he had to leave them with this impression that I'm not playing
3: football. Talking to Peter King, NBCSports.com columnist, Football Morning in America, must read for everybody. The team that you're most curious about in eight days is who? The
5: Atlanta Falcons. I mean, we know the 49ers are going to take a quarterback. We just don't know which one. The Falcons, I think, are really interesting because you have – everybody thinks the owner is making this pick. And I can tell you that that's a lie. The owner is not making the pick. The owner doesn't hire a new general manager, a new head coach. And the first momentous decision they could make that he jumps the line and says, I want you to take a quarterback. Now, he's an owner of a team. He wants to make sure he has quarterback certainty, you know, for the next 15 years. And and they might take a quarterback. But the only way, I, I was told this categorically, the only way that they're going to take a quarterback is if they are absolutely all in that he's going to be a great player. Because, Dan, I, I I think you could look at, because they're going to have to sign Matt Ryan to a new deal, obviously, after the next couple of years. This is his age 36 season this year. He told me a couple of years ago he wanted to play into his 40s, just like Tom Brady. So unless you want to unless you either don't think that he's the guy to lead you to the super bowl or you don't want to have a guy you know 40 million on your cap for on average for the next say five years uh you can save on average probably about 30 million bucks a year once you get rid of matt ryan by having a quarterback on his rookie contract it allows you to do so much more but my feeling is that they have so many choices. They could go quarterback, they could go generational tight end, or they could trade down and I I'm fascinated by the Falcons right now.
3: What are Jerry Jones and his son Steven doing by this outward fawning over Kyle Pitts? They're 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 at number 10. Is, is it just they just want to they like to talk or like I wouldn't tell you what I truly like, but I'm trying to understand their logic, if there is logic here.
5: In 2016, when they drafted Ezekiel Elliott in the first round, and they drafted uh, uh, Dak Prescott in the fourth round, you know, I had access to their to their draft room that weekend, and the one thing I learned is that Jerry Jones has the ability to play the trump card. Okay, he desperately wanted Paxton Lynch that year, desperately and uh, Steven Jones was on the phone for 70 minutes before uh, Paxton Lynch ended up going to the Denver Broncos in a trade and Jerry Jones was just despondent at missing it and and so anybody who says ah Jerry is going to tell him hey we're we're going up and getting Kyle Pitts i'm not saying they're not going up to get Kyle Pitts but the price to get Kyle Pitts is that number 1 pick plus next year's one but certainly so if you're the Dallas Cowboys and you have great weaponry on offense do you want to trade your next two ones in order to draft a tight end I mean I just can't see it they're better off sitting there and getting a tackle with their offensive line kind of being a little bit in tatters now they need to protect Dak Prescott if I were them I'd sit there and
3: take Rashawn Slater if you had to bet and what the Patriots were going to do? No, oh.
5: Dan, I, <laughs> I I I give up. You know, I wrote the other day that Bill Belichick has honchoed twenty-five drafts. He's never picked a quarterback higher than number sixty-two. How amazing is that? Not only is he never picked a quarterback in the first round, he never picked a quarterback till the end. The highest he ever picked one was at the end of the second round. Yeah, so. That would seem to tell you, well, they're not taking a quarterback. Well, did you ever think they were going to spend $8 billion on free agents? I didn't. And they did it this year. So I think all bets are off with the Patriots. I will not be surprised to see them trade up to, I don't know, 7, eight, nine, 10, whatever, to, to pick whatever quarterback is on the board. Or I wouldn't be surprised if they just sat where they were and then in the second round took Kyle Trask. Those kind of things wouldn't surprise me.
3: You can join Peter, NFL Network, Steve Weish, as well as ESPN's Mike Tannenbaum and Matthew Berry. Tomorrow night at 8 Eastern, they will preview next week's draft during an online fundraiser benefiting the Youth Literacy Program. It's called Write on Sports. The event is free to watch. Donate uh, throughout the show. Go to writeonsports.org at 8 Eastern. Help change the life of a student near you. It's a good idea. Who came up with this idea, Pete?
5: Uh, This is a brilliant thing. Byron Yake, who's the former
3: Associated Press sports
5: editor, retired and wanted something to do with his life. And Byron said, I want to help adolescent kids who are falling behind in school in writing and reading. And so he said, what do these kids want to write and read about? Sports, boys and girls. And so he has changed so many lives over the last 15 years. I'm just, I really appreciate you you mentioning this, and I, I'm thrilled to be a part of the program.
3: It's called Right on Sports, W-R-I-T-E, rightonsports.org, 8 Eastern, tomorrow night, with Peter Mike Tannenbaum, Steve Weiss from the NFL Network, and Matthew Barry. Pete, have fun. Great to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. We'll take a break. Play of the day's up next.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
8: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
3: Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit affleck.com to learn more.
8: Oh my God. The play. The, play's the play
3: Of the
1: day.
8: Runner left side going to play it and play it. This is the
3: play of the day. Check this out. Runner's break. 3 2 pitch. Swung on it. belted. Deep down the right
1: field line toward the foul pole. It cut. Off the foul pole. Grand slam. Matt held the line. And it's 7-0 Oakland.
3: A's beat the Twins. That's 10 consecutive wins for them. Second team in baseball history to have a 10-game winning streak in a season which they opened up 0-6. The 2003 Brewers, first to win 10 straight in April after starting out 0-6. That's courtesy of the A's radio network. Play of the Day brought to you by M-Drive, the supplement I take every day. Powerful ingredients backed by science. Help me get energized, stronger, leaner. Go to mdrivedan.com today. You get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Oh, let's see. Oh, we! If you were watching on uh, Peacock, you got to see Fritzy unveiling a new shirt. It's our tribute to the Phoenix Suns, and uh, Fritzy has uh, an XL on, and some of the names are stretched out a little bit. So, <laughs> okay, it, but, it's accurate, eh? No, you you brought it up. It I did. thought it was funny. Where all of a sudden, you know, Steve Nash, Steve is three syllables. Uh, Charles Barkley. Which I've been known to do to stretch out words. Yeah, we we couldn't put in the last names, so we just put in the first names, but uh, that's the new Phoenix Suns T-shirt that's up.
6: I had Thunder Dan Marley, and as soon as I put the <laughs> shirt on, his name just went flying <laughs> off my stomach. I was
3: it, it went around your back there.
6: Yeah, you'll never see it.
3: But we also have the uh, Super League T-shirts, of course. Uh, they are in great demand. You can go to the website, go to danpatrick.com. The league that lasted for five days, and we have a T-shirt <laughs> to commemorate the, uh, the Super League. They didn't even finish with the color on the Super League. Yeah, you know, they 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 started with it. They they created a logo and they didn't even finish the logo. <laughs> but uh, it's up there on the website danpatrick.com. Yes, dot
6: The word the had really nice colors. <laughs> you in it. did.
3: They just didn't get to that sup. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't get to sports league. Yes, Paul. Dan, you you
2: were talking about Fritzy's shirt, but you're glossing over Fritzy's new mid show workout plan, where he does 90 seconds of weightlifting during the show. He does one set of buys, one set of tries, and then struggles through some shoulders and then calls it a day after 90 seconds, usually in the 10 o'clock hour.
3: Yeah, but he'll walk to the bathroom, and either on his way to the bathroom, he'll work out, you know, work in the uh, tries, and then on the way back. It's my routine. It's my
6: like my two-minute workout. I was going to write a little book about it. I was going to see. I don't know, it might be something that people might want to find what? out how you can stay out of shape but, you know, keep the uh, chest and arms looking decent while everything else is falling apart.
3: Yeah, but you're working on the things that don't need work. Your arms are huge.
6: I'm trying to, I guess, at least keep or enhance a little bit what I have. And I think I'm resigned to the fact that, you know, I don't want to be a quitter. But I feel like the rest of it is not going to get much better.
3: You have to start before you can be a quitter. Oh, that's
6: true. That is true. Even in my prime, if I had a prime in my teen years, I really didn't do much of the sit-up thing or the crunches. I kind of ignored the whole waist and hips, and therefore at 51, and I've got what i got. Right it's
3: now. like you have really nice tires, nice rims on a beat-up car. Yeah,
6: it doesn't make a lot of
3: sense.
6: No. You really got to do all of it yeah. or just you know, dive into the pizza and the mini hot dogs and call it a day.
3: But the fact when you walk back and then you'll see Todd – just doing a little bit. <laughs> it's a psychological thing. You're checking the box that
6: you did a workout, whether it was one minute or two hours. It's like you you lifted a weight. You did something. Uh, you
7: did. Yes, you know. And Actually, the way that you presented it was much more casual because when you see Todd lifting weights, it's like he's being torn limb from limb. His <laughs> face is like, God, I'm putting this thing up. It's, it's like, very sad. It's very, sad. Like, it's very sad. What's happening to you? that Your whole
8: face and everything is...
7: There was a time when I could throw
6: around 40, 50-pound barbells like it was nothing back in the Brooklyn days. Now I lift a 15. I'm like, what the heck is this thing? I'm lifting a car.
3: It's like you watched a video or you read a book where you have to grimace. You have to look a certain way when you're lifting.
6: And scream when you're you're benching or whether you're benching 50 pounds or 500 pounds. That guy at the gym that's loud and
3: screaming. I hate that
6: guy. And then he drops the weights really loud and shakes the glass (laughs) and you think everything's going to (laughs) break.
3: Uh, But, you know, your T-shirt may fit you differently than Todd's. Let's hope it does. Yeah. And I think it will. Yeah.
7: Right. You can go to danpatrick.com. Check out. Yeah, So you're saying the colors in the Super League logo didn't trickle down to the rest?
3: They did not. Right. <laughs> See what you did? Yeah. That's what they should have done. Like, you should have had just the the paint that's just running down a little bit, and it's on some of the other letters there. They just got the, and it's really a beautiful shade of, like, purple and blue. And then sports league is, <laughs> it just might. It just,
7: <laughs> we, we we ran out of, mu- we ran out of time. It didn't we, trickle down. We kept all the money at the top, but there, uh, excuse me, all the color. Right yeah. The yeah. The
3: didn't. looks beautiful. <laughs> and then super league is just <laughs> stark. They should have had it just drip, like it was paint that's not even dry yet. It's funny. The logo is
7: exactly a representation of what's wrong with the Super League. (laughs) Everything, all the good stuff stays at the top. The The rest doesn't get anything. (laughs) Uh, Paul in Iowa. Hey, Paul. Welcome back. What do you have for me today? Hey, Dan. 511, 172. And I say that because Devontae Smith finally got on a scale in the past uh, day or two, weighed in officially at 166. Uh And I think that that's going to be the talking <laughs> point of the next week. You're going to hear less 49ers news and more of can Devontae Smith be an alpha receiver? Can he be a number one? Is he worth the picks? And I think he's going to fall to maybe even the third receiver drafted because of this being the new narrative. Yeah,
3: I've been telling you all along from, and this is probably soon as he won the Heisman, uh, and thanks for the phone call, Paul, that a source told me Jamar Chase is going to be the first wide receiver off the board. Waddle was held in higher regard than Devontae Smith. So this is not news to me. It's news to others, but, you know, shouldn't be news to this audience because when I find these things out, I tell you, but, uh, Kyle Pitts is a tight end, and he could be the first off the board, but Jamar Chase, who didn't even play last year, was rated higher, viewed as a better potential pro, and same with Jalen Waddle. If if Jalen, if Devontae Smith falls into my uh, hands, I'll gladly take him. Coming up next hour, Rebecca Lowe on the Premier League and the great actor kevin bacon a little bit later on as well more phone calls coming up one hour in the books two more to go dan patrick show one more item in the first hour our friends from m drive how did you start your day i start my day with an everyday supplement for guys with drive it's called m drive guys who refuse to let age beat them i'm in a young man's game i got to keep up with them m drive packed with powerful ingredients backed by science Helps keep me energized, stronger, leaner. We got a lot of life left to live. You want to feel good about it. You wake up in the morning. Do you feel sluggish? You ready to seize the day? Try M Drive. Go to mdrivedan.com. You get free shipping. There's a 60 day money back guarantee. Or if you don't go to the website, which I strongly encourage you do, you can still get M Drive at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. But Go to mdrivedan.com. There's a lot of great products they have. There's energy, there's strength, there's drive, and it comes from MDrive. It works for me, and it can work for you. Go to mdrivedan.com, and make sure you don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive, mdrivedan.com.
8: Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles